Hi, my name is Deacon Will Rooney, and I'm a seminarian for the Diocese of Austin. Here's a reflection for the fifth Sunday of Lent. In today's gospel, we hear of the magnificent story of the Lord's final miracle in the gospel of John before he goes to his passion. Now, in this story, we hear a lot of different things going on. It's, it's quite a long uh, passage, and I, I encourage you to get out your Bible uh, and to actually take some time with that 11th chapter of John and maybe, uh, maybe read through um, even the entire gospel of John to kind of see where this is in the narrative. Because this story is rich, and it's not just about the sign that Jesus does. I mean, that's it's extremely important, but it's about why he does these things and what he shows us by the fact that he does them. So let's, let's take a look at this uh, passage that we get in our scriptures today. The sisters, uh, Martha and Mary, send word to Jesus that Lazarus is ill. The one who you love is ill. Master, the one who you love is ill. That's the words that he hears. And then when Jesus hears this, he says something quite curious. He says, this illness is not to end in death but it's for the glory of God that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Now, it's, it's curious, right? It kind of goes in the face of our, um, our kind of moralism or the idea that, that God um, never allows something to happen, you know, like that, that is a suffering. It's a hard thing for us to understand sometimes. This illness, something that's bad, right? Something that no one wishes, something that God never wills, but that he allows for his glory to be manifest and that the Son of God may be glorified through it. So Jesus stays there in uh, where he is and and he remains for two days. And he goes back to Judea. Now, there's a little bit of context here that we need to understand uh, the second thing. The, the Jews in Judea had just wanted to stone Jesus because he had healed the blind man on the Sabbath. He wanted, they wanted to stone him. They wanted to kill him. And then Jesus decides to go back to Judea to be with his friends, Mary and Martha, in their time of need, in Lazarus' time of need. We see it once then in this, both the divine and the human, right? Jesus is moved by, by the fact that his friends are in need. It says he loves them. He loves Martha and he loves her sister, and he loves Lazarus. But he goes only after two days. That love drives him to go to them. But he does it on God's plan. He does it according to the will of the Father, that God may be glorified and that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Now, Lazarus dies. And Jesus allows him to die that God might be glorified through the sign that Jesus will work. So what's the, what's the sign that Jesus works? Well, of course, it's the sign of 
calling Lazarus back from the dead. Lazarus, come out. Lazarus, come out. And then the, the next line that, that he says, you, like, untie him and let him go. Untie him and let him go. Brothers and sisters, the gospel is really clear today. Jesus loves you and I. He loves us. He makes himself vulnerable just like he made himself vulnerable to stoning in this, uh, this story. He goes to a place that's very difficult. This is the whole message of the gospel. Jesus Christ, who is the second person of the Holy Trinity, the second person of the Holy Trinity, the word who dwelt with the Father from all eternity, comes down from heaven, is born as a vulnerable child, lives his life and dies for us in order to, this is how St. Thomas Aquinas says it, in order to provoke our love of God. In order to provoke the, us to love God in return. He loves us in a vulnerable way. In a very vulnerable way. Allowing himself to be ultimately crucified. That God might be glorified through us coming to faith. See, the, the Son never does anything without the Father. And the, the, the Son, Jesus Christ, is one in will with the Father one in being with the Father. So brothers and sisters, in the midst of this coronavirus that we experience right now, truly we can say, Lord, the one whom you love is sick. We are sick. And it's not just the physical illness of coronavirus, right? We're broken. We are hurting. We're worried about our jobs. We're worried about our kids. We're worried about all sorts of things right now. And the Lord hears us when we say, Lord, the one whom you love is sick. When we intercede for one another. And in his time, he will come. He will raise us up just like he raised Lazarus from the dead. But it is always on his time that he will do that. Because it is for his glory and our good. This is a deep mystery, brothers and sisters. It's something hard to understand. Something that, that requires us to do what Mary and Martha did. This is the great redeeming thing of both Mary and Martha is that they trusted in the Lord even when they could not see. They, they asked the Lord for help even when they couldn't see. They didn't even know what the Lord had planned. But they entrusted themselves to him. They entrusted their brother to him. Brothers and sisters, let us do the same 
that we might bring glory to God even in this difficult time. Through our intercession, we can bring glory to God. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Seminarian Daily Reflections. Know that the seminarians are praying for you and please like and share this podcast.